to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 363 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along. Uh, another week, another podcast. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Uh, I'll tell you what I've been, what I've been doing. This week has gone so quick because I have been cycling to the gym or to work every morning. And yeah. so get up at 5, 5.15, um, you know, do the whole brush teeth, get dressed type thing. Everything's ready for from the night before. Jump on the bicycle, ride out. Yeah, uh, this morning yeah. on the way to the gym, uh, the chain f- came off. Oh no! At, um, as I was getting up the little little tiny incline at the bridge, that's yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, Codlands Bridge, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, where the train goes under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I was like, God damn it! And so, and then on the way home, actually not far from there, on at the traffic lights after going to the bridge, same sort of thing. Oh, weird. So uh, I, I figured it out though when I got home. Uh, there's a cable adjustment. You know, oh, like, okay. yeah, 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 and I've changed that. And my mate mentioned, oh, yeah, uh, you know, cables stretch when they're new, so it's probably just stretched. Now, you've, now I've adjusted; it should be right. So that's okay. But I, uh, I, I went, oh yeah, I keep meaning to buy a a, a bicycle pump. Yeah, yeah. So I bought right. a bicycle pump with a gauge in it from yeah. um, uh, Kmart, and it says it should be fifty psi. Yeah. Well, the front tire was under twenty because. Oh, actually, under 15, because I think that's as low as the pin goes. <laughs> so I have no idea. I, I oh knew it looked gosh. a bit fat when yeah, I got yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, then, and the back one was was almost as bad, about 20 or something. So uh, that should be better tomorrow. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it should be real good. <laughs> real good. But, but so yeah, I'm still I'm still living with the bike. I'm getting better at it, and I'm getting a little bit fitter. So that's, that's all good. Um, but, yeah, it, it just – the fact that I'm doing that, it takes an hour to get home and stuff. My week has just gone by so quickly, and I feel like I've done bugger all. Because to be fair, I'm sleeping a lot more too because I'm buggered. Yeah, that's right. Too much exertion. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say, I have I watched all of Witcher. Okay. Um, and it's a new season, eh? Yeah. And I if you seen are going to watch it. You should rewatch season one. Because I need to go back to season. It's so convoluted. It's so oh, real? confusing. Witcher is. I find it. Um, oh, okay. I so, haven't seen any of it, so I don't know. Yeah, you you got to watch it from the beginning, and you pretty much need to binge it. Because the first time I watched it, I watched bits and pieces over a period of time, and I was forgetting who's who and what's what. And so, yeah, yeah you you pretty much need to binge it. And then I watched all of Wheel of um, Wheel of Time for, uh, on Amazon. I saw some sort of really post. Cool. You posted about it or something. Yeah. So you quite like it? Yeah. I, I just finished the last one last night. So it's 13 episodes, I think. Nice. Isn't it? It's, it's really good. Like, it's a little bit easier to, to comprehend. Digest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether I'm just getting old or what, but uh, It yeah. could be that. Uh, <laughs> could be. I, just, I finished watching all of Cowboy Bebop. Oh, right. I haven't, I haven't watched that. I, I, I watched like- the first one or something, but yeah. Yeah. I quite liked it. They it got terrible reviews from everyone, so they've canned second season. Oh, really? They can they canned it a month after because Netflix is like only sixty percent of their shows make it to a second season, 
And because they've got a scattergun approach of just throwing money at everyone that wants to do a project, they just like, nah, that, you know, that didn't rate very well and it cost us a lot of money. So can it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, I, I will, I will get around to watching that one. Uh, I actually forgot about it. I watched the first one, I think. Yeah. It's only 10 episodes. So I like that. Yeah. Um, now, what else did we, was there something else I'd seen recently? Maybe I didn't note it down. Nope. No, no, no. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Mm. Um, I've got DJT Innovation at the top. Excellent. And I, I, I just want to mention it funny because it's funny, but actually the thing I wrote down is not as interesting as the latest stuff that's been happening. So Donald um, decided that he would... Um, I've, just, I've just clicked. You're talking about Trump. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah, yeah. You know how they endorse people? So he goes... I'm going to endorse this guy as the, uh, you know, for the, uh, um, yeah, that sort of the means, governor yeah. of whatever. So yeah. he started doing, um, what do you call them? Um, endorsements that are based on a criteria. Okay. If this guy does this, then I am endorsing him. But if he does that, consider my endorsement null and void. I- Oh, I thought, and it's never been done before. No, it's like an it innovation. I thought, I thought he'd only be endorsing people that gave him money. No, um, as long as if anybody says that he didn't win the election, they're out. Oh, okay. Basically, which all oh, right. That's right. I forgot so he dumb. won the election. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, that was the other thing, and I don't know if you've seen much of it. It's it's been on the Rachel Maddow show a couple of times now. So they broke it a couple of weeks ago that. I forget which state. I think it was Wisconsin, the first one. Wisconsin, they have these electors. So they do the elections. These guys are electors. They go in and they go, we're the electors and we elect, you know. And I think the winning people use their electors. So if if Biden wins, it's a bunch of Biden electors. And they go, Biden won. We're the electors, official electors, blah, blah, blah. But if Trump wins, the other guys go in and we're the electors and we elect. Yeah, you know, elect Trump or whatever. Okay. So sort of that's how it works. So anyway, so Biden won. Uh, they did their electoral thing and sent it off to um, the Library of Congress where all of these things live, right? Like it's yeah, yeah. the bureaucratic uh, library of, of the US. But a, a couple of days later, a whole bunch of other ones did the Donald Trump one. We yeah. are the... Uh, undersigned are the uh, duly elected electors of Wisconsin, and we voted for Trump. And they put in the stock. Any and all other previous um, elector things are null and void by this one. <laughs> and they sent it off to the light. But people signed this. Like, people, I assume, with a bunch of authority, because you Sign it probably off. aren't nobody if you're signing this document and sending it to the Library of Congress. Yeah. So that was, that was all good. So they broke that news a couple of weeks ago. It was a bit like, what the hell? And now they've found at least five other states have done the same thing. And okay. what's also interesting is that the document they sent in look exactly the same, like it was the same template that they sent to all these states saying, you guys okay. go and do this. Of course it was a template. <laughs> oh, my God. I just can't believe it. It's just who signs their names at the bottom of crimes like that? That's just stupid. I don't know. 
anyway, I, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting and weird and stupid. Okay, then. That's uh, that's our political section uh, all wrapped up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on to who died recently. Sydney oh. Portier. He died, but he was old. Oh, really? And, I, did, uh, yeah. I didn't know. I missed that. Oh, he died on the 6th. He was 94, though. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Bob Saget just randomly died. Oh, he's the home video dude. Um, yep, America's Funniest Home Videos and the, the dad from Full House. And he was 65 years old, and they just found him in his hotel room. Right. Because uh, I don't know if you know this, but he's one of the filthiest comics in America. Oh, no, I didn't know that. I, I don't know anything about him. I've never no, watched Full so House. He just got back into uh, doing stand-up. And he had a whole bunch of shows and he did a show that night and then they just found him the next day. So damn. He's got a really young second wife. Uh and he just he just slipped into her DMs randomly and was like, hey. And then they had a mutual friend and they're like, oh yeah, cool. And they've been married a while. Um, which is just a random side note. God damn. Okay. So those people have gone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm still seeing a bunch of Betty White clips everywhere oh yeah, yeah at the moment she was so cool anyway hey just on random did you see the plane train crash in the states yeah i did actually that was it <laughs> just blew my mind so if you've been living under a rock and you haven't seen it a a, a light aircraft so yeah. i think it was a two-seater by the looks yeah, of it but, like a little sister yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. those ones are yeah um it, it had taken off and it was having trouble not long after takeoff so it taken off got into the air and then the pilot's going ah shit i've got a problem i've got to put this down i've got to put it down now and so for whatever reason he decides to land on these railway tracks yeah yeah um which isn't necessarily a bad thing like there's no other traffic effectively no generally (laughs) most of the time (laughs) you know uh (laughs) like if you're trying to land on a road it's got to be an yeah, empty yeah, road. And this right. looked like a city, right? I yeah, don't even totally. remember where it was. So anyway, it lands on these things. He, he comes to rest just at the crossing, which is great. Of course. Fortunately for him, he lands 200 metres away from the police station. Oh, I didn't really, I, that expl- I didn't know why the police Yeah, exactly. So I did, yeah, I didn't know that initially. That's what I found out. So they, the cops ran up there. you know, Yeah, somebody, and they've got their body cam footage of them ripping yeah. them out. And um, as they're coming up there, the train's coming, and it's and a the, double-decker commuter train. And that train's not slowing down at all. Oh no, it's it's not a it's not coming into the station. It's flying through, and these guys are trying to get this. These cops are getting this guy out of the the tra- uh, plane. They cut him out. He's just got scratches. He's fine, actually. He only got su- superficial wounds. Yeah, yeah. He looked dazed as hell in that oh, video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what's going on. Um, so he must have cracked his head or something. And they, I think they had to take off his seatbelt or cut it off or whatever. And they got him out of there about four seconds before the train yeah, hit pretty. the plane and just decimated it. Yeah, <laughs> so, that was next level. Uh, it, it was, and, and just having four different vi- body cams, plus I think at least two different. Uh, videos from phones from you know pa- passers-by or people on the outside yeah. uh it was pretty intense it was pretty cool and then you see um just today or in the next last 24 hours a helicopter uh a medical helicopter that was oh. transporting an infant to a child hospital crashed yeah. oh, it wow. had on board the pilot a doctor and nurse or or two medical Medi- staff anyway yeah. and the infant 
And um, I don't know what exactly happened, but the pilot realized they had an issue and just had to get down now. And uh, you see this helicopter on its side right next to a church. Well, of course, they made a big deal of this. It's on its side. So the blades have snapped off and all that. Yeah. Nobody had a scratch. Oh, we all know why. Yeah, exactly, because it's right next to the church. But it didn't hit any power line. It was just impressive. Um, they, they reckon the pilot did a fantastic job. So, yeah, anyway. Very good. That's awesome. Yeah. Might did you... God. It might have been God, not the pilot. I don't know. Wow. Maybe maybe that was the problem that happened at the base uh, yesterday or the day before. I can't remember what day it was. Oh, was that? Oh, did you hear about it? All the people uh, couldn't lock or open their car doors. What? Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? (laughs) The frequency that car door remote controls work on got jammed for some reason at the base. Apparently, from what I've read on Twitter and a few stories, it's not the first time it's happened out there. They They seem to know what caused it. They're not saying what caused it. It's all fixed, they reckon. Uh, But all these people either couldn't lock their car doors, didn't realize their cars weren't locked, or were going into like Mr. Minute going, my battery's died in my remote. And he's like, no, your battery's fine. Uh, And they'd drive off. And it wasn't until they got somewhere else. It worked. So the base had to put out like a press statement. And then there was like the odd chatter. There was the odd chatter online where it was like, oh, I wonder if somebody's gone there to jam it on purpose to just test out something. That that is interesting. That, my get my guess is there was a software update or something to do with those sensors that t- um, the car park sensors. Yeah, because if you've ever seen them do those, they just drill a hole in concrete and then put the sensor in. So I think they're just battery powered. Yeah, using they're some all Wi-Fi. Sort of network, yeah. Some sort of network thing. But anyway, yeah. yeah, it's a bit random. Yeah, that's really random. Mm. Um, just randomly because that just reminded me I was riding to work uh, right yeah riding to the gym uh, early when was it might have been Monday or Tuesday this week I think uh, thirsty liquor in um, in Claudelands there yeah got ram raided oh because it was it it was wide open and there was big sump oil across the road yeah, where the car yeah. had come out and and all over and I, I'm riding along going what's happening up here and there was nobody there oh, I, wow. I don't know if if it had only because it was five uh, five thirty or something in the morning I yeah. don't know if anybody had seen it or what oh, wow. it looked like it had only just happened but yeah I just kept riding yeah. <laughs> excellent oh some some someone else died this week Magawa Magawa's died Chris Who's Magawa? In episode 334, I know you remember this well, we talked about the uh, rat called Magawa that they retired from Cambodia. Oh, no. The the bomb disposal rat. Uh, Yeah, the landmine rat. Landmine rat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You sound really upset about this. Uh, Yeah, no, it just just died of old age. End of the show, Magawa. (laughs) It died of old age. It's fine. Um, Yeah, true. True. Yeah, uh, I mean, the chances of it dying of old age, being a land mine rat, were probably quite slim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good yeah. on it. Uh, KFC in America is going to launch plant-based fried chicken on the menu, but nationwide. Uh, they're using the Beyond Meat. I'm, um, I'm looking chicken. forward to that. I, 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 I hope you they give do it that a go? here. Well, I've, I've not been to KFC for thirty years mm. um, because. Why would I? Um, 
there's yeah. nothing but there I, think, I want. <laughs> no, that's right. But I think, um, you know, the herbs and spices and the coating is what it's all about. Like they could put that on anything and I'd eat it. So yeah. they might as well put it on some fake chicken and uh, I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah, I bought some uh, fake chickeny tender things the other day, actually. So uh, I had some the other night. It's pretty cool. Excellent. Um, there's going to be more and more of that. I, I watched a doco on um, Impossible Burger and what was the one from the UK? Uh, I don't know, but the other one. Yeah, but the <laughs> other one. And and the UK one, I didn't realize how old it had been. It's been going for years and years. Oh, real? And they're really working on pork for the Asian market. Like That's mm, the big thing that they're all trying to do yeah. at the moment. So, um, And then this was an older doco. Um, but yeah. Oh, okay. Do you know what researchers have been up to? Because they're always busy. have no idea. How often have you wished that you had an ice cube that didn't melt or grow mold? Hang so on. anyway. What? Ice, ice melts. That's the point. No. It? What? No. They've got a new. Oh, you mean you get a, a ball and, and it's liquid filled and you, you freeze it and then you have a plastic ball. No. No. So the, the researchers at the University of California uh, that developed a new type of cooling cube, which they reckon will revolutionize how food is kept cold and shipped fresh because it's basically a jelly ice cube. It doesn't melt but it's antimicrobial as well, and you can't get cross-contamination. So when ice melts, apparently it's not reusable. So they made this solid jelly ice, which is a cooling medium. Uh, but 90% of it is water, and um, it looks like um, just little bits is of rubber. Is it squishy? Yeah, it looks like it would be. Huh. That's anyway, weird. Hey, it's, it's, like a, it's like a jelly, which makes sense, I guess. Mm. Yeah, well, anyway. they have jelly in those um, those other things, those packs, you know, yeah, the blister yeah. packs. So, oh, what the difference know. is, except you've got a plastic bag, or you haven't got a plastic bag. Don't know. Mm. Hey, um, it's there was a story that came out yesterday that said more than half of Hamilton have given up on the food scrap bins. Oh, really? Yeah, they're just chucking them in the rubbish bin because the food scrap bins are too gross and no one washes them, so they can't be bothered. So, just chuck it in the chuck well, it in the rubbish. Just householders can't be Yeah, right. householders. Yeah. <sighs> that's just <laughs> dumb. So what they want is the guy that's emptying it to hose them out when he empties it. I don't know if that's the exact reason for most people or they're just super lazy. But Yeah, because, um, I mean, I don't know about you. So I've got uh, the little ice cream container yep. that I have next to my sink and shit exactly. goes in there until it's a bit full or a little bit gross. Then I go outside, put it in that bin, rinse it out, and put it back next to the sink. I mean, how hard is that? (laughs) I know. No, I know. I've got some Kickstarter dropkick for you, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't done that for a fair while. There seems to be uh, a lot of – there's not a lot of physical products on Kickstarter, like, like big engineering products, it seems. I don't know, but I did listen to a podcast the other day and there was a woman and she made uh, like notebooks or something and, and, and it's a multi-million dollar company and every single thing that they do, they put on Kickstarter. And the guy said, why do you do that? And she goes, we do it so we get validation because if people want it, they'll do the pre-order through Kickstarter. And she said, sometimes our minimum order runs through the factory. Say our minimum order runs 5,000 widgets. Sometimes we get enough money to order like 20,000 widgets. And she said those other 15,000 go on our online store. 
uh, and that covers us. So we're not having to fork out for this inventory. Anyway, yeah, it yeah. seemed like quite a good idea. Yeah, no, it sounds good. Plus, they basically have a following now, I am assuming, right? Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. following that's right. is on, on yeah. Kickstarter. Because Kickstarter, I'm not in it, but oh, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself part of that, but it really is a community, right? That Kickstarter so. community. Well, um, it's because, um, how does she put it? She said, once one person's brought one thing on Kickstarter, they're likely to buy three or five other things from Kickstarter. And some people use it as a marketplace and that's where they buy stuff from all the time. And a lot of the time, I know this happens to you, you'll back something and then you forget about it. And then something turns up and you're like, oh, there's that thing. Yeah. Or, 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 or it never turns up, which that's happened right. with my first two. So I never got my Mathematic Punk book. And no, that's um, gone. I still don't have my lock picking tool. No, no. They sent me a bunch of locks, but. No lock picking tools. You're not allowed the lock picking tools. You're not registered as anything. It's sport. A lock pick. Uh, what is it? Sport. I know. Yeah. But anyway. I don't know. Actually, actually, you should see some of the cool lock picking bloody tool that my brother in law's got now. Holy crap. Anyway, this dude's got these things called the kitchen witch canisters. And he's basically those ceramic like tea canisters for like tea, coffee, and sugar. Oh, yeah. And this lot has got like little bats and very intricate drawings on them but he's done a whole bunch of um projects that are all exactly the same but they're different themed so this one's witch so it's got little witch images all over it he and should he, have done that before halloween yeah yeah he he's done one with dragons and there's dragon oh, nice. stuff on it and he's done all sorts and it's just like his whole thing is just coming up with these designs and then they get printed onto a ceramic container so there's that dude yeah, has he, has he got NFTs on that? No, I don't think so. So I, I was reading I, something or I was listening to something the other day. It's probably my first million, in which case you've already listened to it anyway. But they they had the um, little um, discs, like the RFID discs, oh, yeah. that you can code into your NFT and yeah. people are sticking them onto the, the canvas, painting over them, so oh. the NFT is, you know, you used your um, near near field, yeah, yeah, NFC. thing on your yeah, yeah oh, okay. on your phone to verify that that's the official um, yeah. painting See, and it I links think, the blockchain. I think that makes more sense to people if you can physically do that thing. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, that, that that to me went, oh, that's how you, yeah, that's how you link the NFTs to physical goods, mm. and it makes it. You know, it's good for insurance purposes. People can't, you know, if they steal it, you know, it's easy yeah. to identify. It's like tagging your cat or whatever, yeah. uh, my, micro tagging your cat. Um, and, um, but still, you've got the benefit of whenever it gets sold, the artist gets a percentage of the mm. sale price, you know? Yeah. Okay. So, so this dude wanted $7,000. He's getting 192000 Nice. Uh, so that's good. There's a movie which is the definite, definitive, sorry, definitive documentary about the butthole surfers, the band. And there's, I just find it interesting because, so they want $50,000 and they're getting $129,000. Now, I only know one song from the butthole surfers and I'm pretty certain it's called Pepper. And it's talking to the, all the people that were involved with these, the, the band, but they did so much stuff during their heyday that pushed all the conceptual stuff 
uh, that a lot of musicians do now. Like, it's really interesting just reading this bloody Kickstarter um, page. Uh, that's really all I got to say about that. And then there's this other crowd, and it's called Make 100. And I thought it was interesting. They're making Manuka teas from New Zealand, and it's called Aotea tea. But they're only making 100 packs. Like, they've kept it. They're like, we're only going to make 100. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. They want $1,000 to make 100 of these packets of tea. And they got five grand. So uh, we do need to come up with some sort of kickstart idea. Yeah. Because if it doesn't, if people don't back it, it doesn't reach its goal, that's fine. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely i am keen on this Kickstarter thing now. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll put my thinking cap on. So this year, my big plan is to, to do a bit of a video ad agency for, um, for some um, industries, basically yeah. for social media advertising. And um, I've been thinking about it throughout the holidays and what have you. And, and my plan is to have as few customers as possible. Basically, um, I'm picking an industry and I'm going to just get 10 customers in that industry. Um, yeah. And and that's it because it just makes it more effective that way. Um, that's right. Be- better for them, better for me. So, Excellent. Are you still doing coaching and stuff? Uh, I will be, but it's just that wrong time of the year. Like nothing's happening there at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, sounds good with that. These guys made the world's largest pot brownie. <laughs> but, and that, but That one's not on Kickstarter? No. No. But... Uh, Guinness won't uh, verify it because they won't verify drug-related uh, record attempts. Oh, wow. But these guys, so it's a marijuana dispensary in Massachusetts. They uh, claimed that it's the largest infused brownie. Look how those, they're, they're, I'll send you this link. They're so happy. It's 850 pounds, right, this thing. Shit, that's big, huh? It is big. And it smashes the record of a normal brownie. So a normal brownie was 234 pounds. Anyway. Um, Holy, that look is at it. huge. Look at it. That guy, that guy second from the, the guy smiling with the beard, he just <laughs> wants to jam his head in it. He's like, I've been, I've been munching out as we were cooking. I've been licking the spoons. <laughs> what is yeah. it? Licking the, licking the stir or whatever. He's, he's oh, yeah. The, the very last line, I love this. The brownie, which was unveiled to coincide with Wednesday's National Brownie Day, will be sold to a married med medical marijuana patient, Crandall said. So one patient is going to buy this brownie. Holy <laughs> crap. There's okay. two things to that. The brownie will make him very sick, and the weed will probably make him very high. Yeah. It's got yeah. 20,000 milligrams of TCH. I'm not, I'm not a big brownie fan, I'll be honest with you. Oh, General. come on. No, no brownie's no, great. No. Hey, did you hear about the first pig-to-person heart transplant this week? I heard that it had happened. Uh, yeah. That's about it. Yeah, so... Because um, he guy... was unsuitable for a normal heart. Yeah, so what happened was the guy, yeah, couldn't get a a, a, a person that would match him. Okay. Uh, he re- really was running out of time, and he said, look, I'll, I'll, be, I'll yeah, sign on for this experiment. If it works, hey, I get to live a bit longer because, I mean, he's not young. He was, he's not real old. I think he was 65, 67, something like that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Shut up. No, Uh, no, no. no, That does seem a bit, I I don't know. In my head, I was thinking that's a bit older for an experimental heart transplant, but I guess you just go with what you got. Well, but that's the point. 
he's yeah, too yeah, old true. to get a, a normal, you know, if a heart comes up, they're going to give it to the 40-year-old, right? True, true, true. Yeah. So he's, he's sort of that cusp area. So yeah, anyway, yeah. so he said, look, if I if it works, great. If it doesn't work, hopefully you guys learn something so maybe it'll help somebody else in the future, right? Yeah, yeah, that's good. So what they did was they um, get a fetus from a pig, mm. they genetically modify it, um, okay. or its heart, effectively, and no, yes, and they the way they genetically modify it is um, make it so the heart doesn't grow full size because the pig heart is too big. Oh, okay. And so they good to know. Good to know. Yeah, they splice splice that in or that gene or however they do that, and then the pig's got to grow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they got to kill the pig and then put it over um and there's a few other things it, it's um a little bit more genetic modification so that it will be more in line with the guy and i don't know whether they use some of his cells or it's just generically yeah no that's weird Germany. i don't know how they do that. yeah and then um yeah so they 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 took it out of the guy uh, the you know kill the pig take the heart out um give it to the guy and then i heard that he'd been going good for four four five days whatever the time period was and they were like yeah, looks like it's all taken. You're good Whoa. to go. That's really so, cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it, that's going to change a whole bunch of things. And, I mean, if you've been investing in um, organ harvesting with Asian triads or something, um, you may start losing money. Yeah. So I, I, saw a, I, yeah, I saw a few of the comments were like, oh, okay, this is how we get orcs. <laughs> oh, nice. I hadn't thought of that. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, um. I should have a shout out to Jace, even though I don't think he's listening. But um, we, uh, our, our average Joes is the name of our uh, group that have been playing D and D weekly. That the name of your group? Why? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was something else. Well, it's the average Joes is is the name of the um, yeah of the um, party, and, and we've been playing with a, some alternates lately, which we call the other Joes. But anyway, average Joes and the interest. Not everybody's really interested in this. The, the reason it was average Joes is we had to roll what the character would be. So it's a random. He's going to be a fighter. He's going yeah. to be a whatever. And we roll all the stats, but you don't go, oh, he's a strong guy, so I'll make him a fighter. Oh. It's just random. So they're real average. And that- so you've got a, a weak fighter or a really smart, you know, a smart fighter who's really weak or a really dumb magician or whatever. Yeah. So, um we had one guy who's the the, the brainiest orc ever, um, <laughs> and he's a barbarian, but he should be an necromancer or something. You know? Anyway, that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, Jace uh, did a uh, T-shirts for us all. So we've been playing this game oh, cool. for probably six years now, I think, give or take. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's getting pretty epic. So, yeah, we all have T-shirts now. It cool. just cracked me up with Average Joes because that's the name of the dodgeball team from uh, Dodgeball, a true underdog story, the movie, who beats Globo Jim. Oh, right. And I, I just ha- and, and I just happened to watch that the other day. That's I was going to say, I, I've watched that movie ages ago. I wouldn't have remembered that. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's been a lot of fun. We're still, still playing that quite a bit. And so he's starting an Etsy store, old Jace. Oh, is he going to tap into the other D and D team? Well, he he's got a very niche market, and I think it'll work well. And so he's it's D and D pet owners. Oh, okay. 
So yeah, it'll be so like that is quite niche. Yeah, so like dog bowls with certain D&D sayings on mm. it and all yeah. sorts of stuff. So he's really, um, yeah, he's looking to get into that. So I'll be interested in seeing how that goes. I'll let you know when it's up and running. Have a look. Yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. Very interesting. Yeah, uh, he's, he's pretty up- good with his um, art and stuff. Ah, that brings us to the end of the uh, podcast. Cool, cool. So what's coming up? Anything? You've still got a month or so before the pumpkin great pumpkin carnival month and a half oh yeah end of march yeah i've got a meeting on monday we'll see how we go oh is it a bit iffy with the covid or uh well we have to make sure that for the amount of people that usually come we have to make sure that everybody's got their uh vaccine pass so we need to basically not let anyone in until they've been verified they've got a vaccine pass so that oh. means we have to barrier everything off. So it's all a bit. We'll see how everyone feels on Monday. But um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a bit of a nightmare. So if you I'm haven't been to the if you haven't been to the pumpkin carnival before, you're listening to this. It's people. just it's just open, and people are coming in from every direction. So it sounds like uh, from what I've heard, we're on the governor's green where we haven't been before. But it sounds like they will be, I don't know if it's permanent or what, but it sounds like they're putting up fences all around uh, the rhododendron lawn to block it off so it's like a venue set up ready to go. Uh, Someone reckoned that they don't know how they'll, they might not have the um, gourmet in the gardens people. And I was like, no, 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 no. If there's a way to somehow make money, that woman will be all over it like a rash. She'll be, (laughs) she'll be working it out. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep, uh, and I haven't got much else going on. Um, just getting back into work mode, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well, we will see you next time. Uh, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.